Hi family, this is Pastor Ricky Rush from the Inspiring Body of Christ Church right here in Dallas, Texas. I'd like to welcome you to join us anytime, every time, anywhere, everywhere on this platform for a unique experience where the Word of God is broken down in a very simple way. It's Reset with Pastor Ricky Rush. And today's message is about to bless you. So let's get ready for an amazing message from God. God bless you. Thank you so much, everybody, for being here tonight. Now, I want you to know that we are grateful for those of you who are online. Um, It's been one of those days. We had to thank God for the liquid sunshine. It rained all over our heads. Father, we thank you so much today for just loving us and caring for us and being our Father and being our God. We thank you, Master, for a word tonight. Now, Lord, everyone who has worked today, who has tended to something today that could have so many reasons to really, God, really, really stayed away, stayed at home, or those who were at home could find so many ways to really, really find something else to do. But in this room and in this house and in this place and on this, on this line, this website, this Facebook page, somebody has determined, God, we're going to be able to uh, just give you some time tonight and let you talk to us. We appreciate that in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless all of you. Now, I know that you have already joined me in thanking God for someone who is here tonight on part of our praise team and our musicians. Every time I come to this platform uh, to stand behind this desk, I just put a big smile on my face because I'm always eternally grateful for those who put forth an effort to serve God and to worship God and to, and to just do some service to God. And I want to thank everybody again. I always want to say thank you. That's just a word that I have just been blessed to know and appreciate in my life. Thank you for those that are online. I don't take it for granted that because you're at home or because you're at work or because you're in a car or because of wherever you are, you take advantage of that and say, well, I, I don't have the capacity and the ability uh, to be in service tonight, wherever you are, you are here with us, and I thank you for that, and want to make sure that uh, we have good sound coming out. We don't think we don't have any sound in the choir today. We don't need any sound there, but that we have good sound coming through, so if you uh, are online with us and something ever goes wrong technically, then I'm going to ask you to, with all of your pure heart, please, please, please upgrade your phone. Something's wrong with it. All right. <laughs> we we want to thank you. Let's 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 move forward tonight. Um I feel like there's a hollow uh, thing. Can y'all hear me clearly? There's a few of us in the building, but can you guys hear me okay? Am I good? All right. All right. So let's let's keep moving tonight as we approach the lesson for tonight. Monday school again is just where we come if you can stand to have the word of God just broken down a little bit so that we can say, God, I, I hear the word, and now just give it to me a little clearer. I want to thank God for that. Y'all get ready for this now. We had a, you, you can't hardly hear me. It's kind of hollow. I thought it was kind of, it's kind of a bit different, but that's okay. Uh, uh, maybe, amen, I'm, I'm, I may, may, maybe I'll try to use another mic. Now, if you're with us on Monday school, uh, what, what about this mic right here? 
there's an echo in the house or something's going on. I don't know. Uh, there's an, how about that right there? Is that better? Is that worse? We have to make sure that you all hear. Because faith cometh by what? So we got to make sure it's heard. Now, is it too, is it, is it, it feels kind of weird. It's okay. Amen. Reverend Thompson preached in his mic yesterday and probably broke it. You know, he gave us that word, that powerful word. Just kind of, won't you come back and unpreach the mic, Reverend, and do something. I'm trying to sit up here. Hello, hello, hello. How about this right here? That can be, well, it, it, you know what? I'm just going to turn on my own. Uh, Antoine, how is it like that? Antoine family. Can y'all hear? As long as y'all can hear, I'm okay. Well, everybody else, y'all just got to get a translator or something. Hey, men of God, thank you for being in this house. Brothers on the doors, brothers that usher us. Thank y'all, man. Thank you for always being in position. And thank you for, I'm going to say a word, thank you for having the confidence and trust in God to just stand on a post and represent and just be accountable and to be seen. I don't take that for granted. I am so thankful for those who come to do, what a lot of you don't see is that we have this LED board that's behind me right here. And sometimes when we're online, you don't get to see that, but there are those that are here who, you know, God has blessed us with a volunteer base of people and and employees in different areas that just do so much. There are times when I'm probably thinking, well, we can just kind of, you know, let it roll tonight. But no, we got to come because the, the, the men and women of God in this church who volunteer put forth so much effort in, I don't want to use the word just, but in just volunteering to do things that most people don't, you know, we take for granted. And every one of those singers right there, those, those Emmy Award winning, those Grammy Award winning, uh, Music Academy Award winning musicians and... John, thank you so much for that. Um, and, and I want to give a special shout out tonight for a group that I don't know. I don't know. Y'all y'all get ready for this. Don't write it down, but just kind of write it up. For, for that, that group, uh, you know, God just kind of laid this on my heart. For that kneel. On Sunday evenings at 6 o'clock, we have what, what I, I, no, no, y'all not ready for this. Y'all, y'all not ready for this. You're not ready for this. We, we have that what I call, see, you're not ready for what I'm about to say. And I'm going to say something else later in the message. You, you get ready for it. But I want to thank God for what, I'm, what I call after yesterday in my heart. You know, I call it that Nehemiah Fellowship. Six o'clock Nehemiah service. You know, Nehemiah Fellowship where that's for the dream church because Nehemiah had a dream and a dream put him to work. And when that dream put him to work, God said, I'll supply what I what I, what I made you speak out. And so, you know, I just saw yesterday a little Nehemiah Fellowship right up in IBOC. And uh, sometimes things just happen. Now, don't, don't hold me to that. But, you know, I just, you, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't that, 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 that IBOC NF, IBOC Nehemiah Fellowship. Why don't I get to the message tonight? Uh, no. So everybody had a good day. Amen. Great. If you're visiting with us tonight, thank you. And I'm doing all this to make sure that we get our sound right. So I think we're about right and we're ready to go. Because as I go into this lesson tonight, I want to I wanna make sure that we are all clear in our hearing. This first Sunday coming up is the first Sunday of July. It's going to happen on the fourth um, day of July, which will be the second day this weekend. Saturday and Sunday, we're going to be vaccinating all of you that need to be vaccinated. Why? Because you need to be able to take your mask off, get your praise on, take your mask off and get your praise on, take your mask off and get your praise on, take, take, take your mask off and get your praise on. That won't sell? Okay, I'll try it. 
So we're going to be doing it on Saturday and Sunday. Saturday from 10 to 1 um, until we finish. And then Sunday right after service. After service Sunday, remember now, we're going to have a lot of just good food. We're going to have some, well, we're gonna, I don't want to say a lot of good food. I don't want to mislead you. We're going to have some like after service hot dogs and stuff like that to just celebrate the fact that we're being vaccinated. And that's what it's for. We're not trying to replace your, your, um, your barbecue and all of that for 4th of July. Uh, but we do want to just do our own way of celebrating with a, a pack that we're going to give you with hot dog and stuff. And then we're going to have some snow cones. These are going to be flat snow cones, okay? They won't have the top on it because, you know, I don't, yeah, we're going to just flatten it out so we can keep it going. And all snow cones will be one flavor so we can move it really fast. It's going to all have strawberry. Amen. And since it's Communion Sunday, we're going to all use the same cup. I'm just wondering. I'm going to give you a little cup of snow cone and say, take this and drink ye and eat ye all of it. It's a combo pack. This is not working this evening, but I'm still rolling. You are not going to discourage me. Look at your neighbor and say, not tonight. <laughs> all right. So really serious Sunday right after service. Just come on your way out. We're going to give you some food. Let's just sit around, talk, laugh, and have a good time and celebrate being vaccinated. And those after we're vaccinated, we'll have another treat. Also Sunday, we're going to have our um, music provided by our praise team and our praise dancers coming back into service. Now, this is the last Sunday that we will celebrate going into being reset for 90 days. We say, God, show us everything that we need to do to be reset. And so sometimes during service, you know, we expect the Holy Spirit, we expect the people, we expect the anointing, and every once in a while we expect some other folk. Don't even worry about that. But sometimes you got to get reset. You got to have all kinds to have church now. You can't have churches having one kind of people. You got to have some other people too. Some of y'all's cousins and nephews and sons and daughters, they're coming back to church now. They're coming back to a church where they know that the Lord will receive them and, you know, won't have any problems and any dangers. And we don't operate in fear. But expect to, to be who you were that God called you out to be, IBOC, all right? Expect to be that. And there is no way you're going to continue to move forward in God without opposition. It's just part of it. So expect opposition. Now, is anybody ready to receive some, some, some word continuation from last week? All right. All right. So we started last week talking about uh, this friend of Jesus, and his name was uh, Lazarus. And uh, I just, okay, it was Lazarus in our community. But Lazarus is just what I just, I just wanted to feel like saying that with an accent tonight, but that's wrong. Okay, his name was Lazarus. All right, now I'm trying, okay, let me stop smiling so much. I got to start looking like y'all. With that mask face. So, no, but Lazarus was Jesus' friend, and, and, and um, during that time, Jesus um, uh, was away preaching, and the word got to him that his friend, his 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 friend, and that's a key word here now, his, his friend uh, Lazarus was uh, sick or Lazarus had died. I'll just put it that way. Now, I want you to hear that tonight because tonight there's going to be a word. Now, now I want you to repeat after me. Say, I'll wait for it. Now, when, it, when it's spoken and when it's heard, I want you to know you waited for it. You waited for it. Okay, so Lazarus had died, and the word got to Jesus that Lazarus was dead, and Jesus had to break that down to his other disciples and let them know, look, 
uh, something has happened to Lazarus and we're going to go and get to the scene. So we're going to take up from where we left off on last Monday. I want to read the scripture so you all know that it's scripturally based. And thank you again, everybody, for coming to church tonight. Man, this is so cool. It is cool for people to come to church on a Monday night. Well, I remember hating going to church during the week because they made us come to church. Now y'all got cars. You just drive yourself. But your kids probably hate you for making them come to church. I'm just telling you. But that was, it's just wonderful. All right. So if we're going to get back to where God told us that he's going to take us and beyond, we have to start somewhere. All right. So, again, we're not looking for who is coming back to church. I just want you to understand your pastor here for a minute. I'm not counting to see who's coming back. I'm not. I am not. I'm looking forward to those who are coming back to catch on fire. That's where I am now. Bottom line. I'm not looking at all the logs. I'm looking at the match. Because if the match can't start the fire, then the logs are not going to burn by themselves. That was an on-time word, but that's not where I was going to take you. Get ready. Don't, don't miss it. So anyway, here we are in, in uh, uh, John 11th chapter, the 11th verse, the 13th verse of the Message Bible. He said these things and then announced our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep. I'm going to wake him up. The disciple said, Master, if he's going to sleep, he'll have a good rest and wake up feeling fine. Jesus was talking about death while his disciples thought. There's a word right there. They thought. He was talking about taking a nap. That's what they thought. Because Jesus used the word what? Falling asleep. Okay. And, and then it skips down into the 38th verse because it goes through all of that. And then Jesus, uh, the anger again welling up in within him, arrived at the tomb. Okay. Because based on what the disciples and the disciples, the brothers and sisters, brothers of sisters of Jesus, of, of Lazarus, told Jesus he was dead. So he got to the tomb, and it was a simple cave in the hillside with a slab of stone laid against it. Jesus said, simple instructions now. All I need you to do, I bought, don't touch nothing. Don't try to force it to work. Just remove the stone. And the sister of the dead man, Martha, said, Master, by now there is a stench. Your Bible may say, by now he's stinking. He's been dead. He's been out of church. He's been gone for four days. I don't know if it's bad. He's been dead for four days. And Jesus looked her in the eye because they're friends like that. Didn't I tell you that if you believe? Now, Jesus had to show his belief first by saying what? What was the first way he, way he shows his belief here, you think? By giving them instructions. What are their instructions? Remove the stone. So, so, so when, when God starts to show you something, you're going to start saying something that indicates you believe that God said it to you. And either they went against what 
he said or she said. But, but Jesus looked at her, you know, with, with the thing because, you know, y'all the ones that told me we were friends and I told you to tell me where he was. And he, he said, didn't I tell you that if you believe, you would see the glory of God. If you just believe, you're going to see something happen that you've never imagined happened before. You're about to see something tremendous, but only if you believe. Now, he said, remove the stone. This brings us to our thought again tonight. And Sister Thomasine can finally take a deep breath. It brings us back to our theme tonight of what we've been talking about. Jesus said, remove the what? In other words, you deal with what you can. You, <laughs> you want to do your part? See, some of you want to participate in this ministry. You want to do your part in watching the, the God use the church. You, you want to do your part in the growth of IBOC. God said, all I need some of you to do is just show up and let somebody see that you're still standing through a fight. You're still standing through a pandemic. God blessed us during a pandemic. You got bills paid off. During, now, now, if you believe, all I want you to do, if you think I'm done, I'm done. But if you think I'm getting ready to do something else, all I need you to do is to remove. Samitra, what could they see? They saw the stone. Could they see Lazarus? No. But if you want to see Lazarus, <laughs> if, if, if you want to go beyond what you can smell because according to Jesus I don't smell nothing stinking but if you want to see it you got to remove something and that's what brings us to our thought tonight again behind the scene okay and that's where we are tonight, and that's where we are in our thought. That's where we are in our conversation. We started this on last Monday night because most people can't get beyond what we see. And if we're going to expect God to do another wonderful thing, we've got to get beyond and behind the the. And if I were to put another word that would make sense to some of you, if you're here for the first time, behind what's seen. But we're just talking about behind the scene. There are some things that are seen, and that's as far as we go. If you want to see the glory of God revealed, you've got to be able to see behind the scene or go behind what's seen. How do we go there? By faith. Healing is coming into your life. I speak that again tonight. I'm going to stand firm on what we're saying. The promotion that you're asking for is coming. The right people are coming into your life. You may not see any signs of it. I said you may not see any signs of it. Everything may look the same, but what you can't see is what God is doing behind what's seen. Now watch this. If God is doing behind what's seen, that means, and somebody, wherever you are, just say, oh, Lord, I thank you. That is already done. Now, if it's already done, all you got to do to see it is what? Uh, come on, somebody. What you got to do? Remove the what? 
Some cases, that means just go to one more Monday school. Just go to one more church service. Just give one more offering. All you've got to do. See, it could seem so tough to remove that stone because the thing that's keeping us from seeing what we want to see is what the enemy has used to block it. And there I go. I'm trying to teach the lesson. I've almost slipped Brother Antoine into the preaching. Huh? Oh, boy. That was. So what was about to happen in our lives was, was about to come. And then something happened and somebody said, I think Christianity is dead. I think the church is dead. I think the people have died. And we went through this period. I'm just trying to make the Bible relevant, as relevant as it is. I don't have to explain it. The Lord has already made it very clear. And then somebody said it was done. And then, and then the enemy came and to make sure that we would never glory be here again, that we would never see this Sister Haynes, what he, what he did was he rolled this huge stone, Sister Valeria, right in front of us, and they named it, you should have seen on the front of the stone, it wrote COVID-19, do not enter. And that stone stayed in front of the church, stayed in front of the world for a long time. And then the Lord spoke to us that were listening to him and said, look, a lot of lives are going to be lost. A lot of people are going to walk away. But they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. And then he said, listen, some of you believe me. And if my people, which are called by my name, would just humble themselves and pray. Okay, okay, I'm not talking about get deep and start meditating, get in a circle and cross your knees in the middle of your bed. No, I need you to sometimes just start saying some stuff out loud in my name. I don't have a problem with meditating. We meditate on the word of God. But you got to speak some things because when you start thinking some things, you get quiet. And at this point, God said, I don't need you to be silent. I'll tell you when to shut down. But you're going to have to speak some things because when you have been taught, if you meditate, you're going to not sometimes know if it's God speaking because the enemy will get involved with that. But Satan will understand I can't answer their prayers so I got to force them to complain. So Lazarus was in another city. Jesus was in a different city from Lazarus. He'd gone down and it took two days and for them to get the information to him. We talked about this last week and so, okay, boom, Lazarus is dead. I love this message this week more because from the time we heard it last week and the time we got back today, we have witnessed, and I spoke of a wonderful testimony that was through my own grandson that was able to be uh, brought to encourage me that if you just make the word simple enough for folk to say that if God is going to use you in, in an area to do something, you got to, get <laughs> you got to get beyond what you see. All right. You, you can either face what's next with faith or you can face it with fear. But I'm going to allow you to see something and I want you to, somebody take your right hand and just reach forward. I just want you to reach beyond the scene. That's all. Okay, you can put your hands down. I don't want to look to see who's doing it. So I want to let you guys, sometimes when you're a person that um, has been accused of praising God or that has desired to praise God, every once in a while you'll see a saint with their hands up. That looks like that is absolutely, what is that? What do we do? You know, that, okay, is that a church gesture? No, that's reaching into the unseen. See, there are certain, 
There are certain signals or gang signs that come to us as believers that, that the enemy says, I'm not going to get involved with that because now they're talking that God, they're talking to him. When you can't say anything, when you don't feel like doing anything, if you can just muster up enough strength to say, God, let me just feel your presence on this side of the stone. I wasn't going to talk about this stone, but I'm kind of stuck here for a minute. So anyway, Jesus shows up and, 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 and the situation is looking kind of bad. And to somebody right now, your situation may look permanent, but I came to tell you in Jesus' name tonight, it's just temporary. There, there's something that somebody said is dead and God is about to wake up what you think is dead. I, I said what you think is dead. I'm going to speak that about two more times. He's about to wake up what you think is dead. He's about to wake up what you think is dead. You don't have to clap your hands. You don't have to raise your voice. I'm speaking to tell you he's about to wake up what you think is dead. Don't cut up that credit card. Just swipe it in a few more days. Don't throw away that checkbook. Just write a check in a few more days. Don't give up on that child. Just leave the door open one night. So he shows up at Lazarus' house about four days. Four days later, now Lazarus, of course, has been in the tomb so long that, that, that the, the family members, and I have to keep saying this because I want us to get it, the family members says he's stinking. I don't know who in your life, I don't know who, which friend of yours has thought now, okay, you used to be all right, but now, now you're stinking. You have situations in your life that just stink. And the failure, the mistake you made, it messed up your life, ruined things. People see you different now. No one is around you that you thought would be there through thick and thin. It got too thick, they thinned out, and it stinks. You don't have the strength, you don't have the energy, you don't have the courage, you don't have the willpower to move forward, and yet you seem to still be working on what I'm going to call just autopilot. You just get through life every day on a routine. God knows I know what this is. And so his sister said to Jesus, you know what, your, your gestures are fine. I'm glad you were able to make it in town. In time, I'm glad you were able to get you an Uber from Bethany to come to Bethany or whatever you had to do and come down here. But I'm going to tell you something. Don't, don't, don't go down and, 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 and fool with him now, Jesus, because he's, he's been dead too long. It's, it's stinking. And every time I read this, it, it has almost saddened me. The, the older I get, I realize that all you have to do around some folk is not do something or be there for them, and they think you stink. Can I tell you something? Sometimes when you're not available to be everything they want you to be, God is getting you ready for something else to even be for them. Uh -huh. Some of you don't know what it's like to be worn down so bad that you are no, of no use like you used to be. So Jesus said, even though you say he stinks, even though you say church is dead, what did he say? Open the door. Now, now, now here where we're walking. Now we're walking in this. Even though all your friends say so-and-so is not there, so-and-so. You know why folk don't show up sometimes? Because they believe it's dead. Don't nobody wait around a cemetery. 
Nobody waits around after the dead has been pronounced dead. But God says for you, if you want to see me, do this faith thing that you've been hollering about. And it seems like everybody gets their blessings. Everybody gets their miracle. They get their business. They get their relationships. They get their, their status. They get their promotions. And it's great. Oh, my God. Then they say, hallelujah. And ask them, what you doing Sunday morning? Well, Jesus said, no. No, 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 no. Your blessing is causing you to stink. But those of you who are listening tonight, I'm telling you what he's telling you. Roll that thing away that's making them think church is dead. Roll that thing away that's making them believe. No. You, you can sit right in church praising God and check this out. An undertaker will come down just to see. No, it's one of them you had to be there things. <clears throat> How is an undertaker going to come down and tell you who God is and you just got to talking to him? Y'all don't get what I'm talking about. But it, it, it can't be pronounced dead unless somebody checks the pulse. Uh -huh. And if you, if you still have a pulse, you still have a chance. Do you think Satan's going to wait sometimes after church to check your pulse? I want that to just marinate just a little bit. Let that sink in. Let it get there. Let that make that steak tender by morning time right there. And so now that's my point. My point is this. God went to the place that the stink was located. Okay, so you say I'm stinking. Now I'm really going to go up there. Because you, you, you're not just saying something. You're talking about my friend. My friend that I know is just sleep. Now, now come on. This is, this, is, this is one of those crazy stories in the Bible now. Because anybody with common sense knows he's dead. But all it takes is one person with faith to know he's. I'm, I would drop the mic. I don't have one in my hand though. See, you got a lot of common sense friends. Y'all got common, they read a lot, a lot of different Bibles, a lot of different things, a lot of different meditations, a lot of different thoughts. Those folks, yes, yes, yes. God will say to Jesus, spit on the ground. Because this man needs to see. And your common sense friends will say, that spit is dirty. And you will go blind the rest of your life. Because your common sense friend said, you don't know what's in that spit. And your faith buddies will say, forget about what's in it. Where did it come from? If it came from faith, there's healing in it. I don't want to talk about vaccines. 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 But what did you pray for? I'm, if I'm Moses right now, I'm looking, I'm looking upside of God's head real crazy saying, you brought me out here. Now, what are we going to do with this? God is saying to Moses, listen, son, 
There's something behind the scene. Well, yeah, I know death because we can't swim. We've been in Egypt. We have not had one swimming lesson. Just, just stand here. On the other side of this, there is something different. Can I, can I have you to write something down that I did not have you to write down? I didn't put it on a PowerPoint, but I want to move now beyond this lesson a little bit. Some, from some folk that, that, that God wants you to help, uh, they won't allow you to help them. You're just going to have to know that. There are some folk that God wants you to help. They won't allow you to help them. But we still have to prepare them. Our job is to prepare people, even if they don't want you to help them. And, and we've got to learn to trust God based on a word. And all that Jesus said to them was roll away the tomb. Then he turned to Martha and said, girl, we had this conversation before. Didn't I tell you that if you would just believe. Now, y'all, this believe part, though, okay? Can we talk about the believe part? That's the tough, that's the tough part. I don't know how many of you have ever been in a bad storm, but when you're in a bad storm, it doesn't seem as if it's going to end. And sometimes people stop because they just can't see their way. And the storm, they stop because they know that if I can just keep cool in the car, it's going to pass through. But even if you're in the house, it just seems as if it's tearing up so much while it's trying to get over. But you don't run out in it. Can I tell you why? You believe it's going to pass. So a lot of things in your life they just, we said last week, they just stink. So after the stone is rolled away, now we get to the part that I don't want you to miss. You've been waiting on it. Let me hit it. So the stink that they see, a smell, I'm sorry, is just temporary. Um, the stink in your life is just temporary your dream whatever that is is not dead it's just sleep your career whatever it is it's not dead now now Church is for everybody, but there are some words that are just for some people, and this may can just be for you, or you may have to transfer this to somebody you work with. You know, I mean, you, this may not apply to you right now because you, you could be at that point where things are starting to come to fruition and you're, you know, ooh, you're there, and I'm, I'm, I'm good. But, but for someone, you need to hear this now. Your words, your meeting with them, your being around them is just tell them to, to roll the stone away because on the other side of that stone your dream is alive. Now, in the 43rd verse of the 11th chapter, here in the book of John, Jesus says these words. 
The stone is rolled away, okay? And we're trying to get to what? Behind the scene. The stone, here we go. You've been waiting on it. This is, here we come. The stone is rolled away. And I have spent, I don't know how many weeks, and that may have been why I said last week, Sister Campbell, I couldn't get past this because I'm trying to think, God, come on, you got to speak this word because when you speak this word, this is going to change everything. Jesus stood before that tomb. He told them to roll the stone away. And can anybody in any translation look in that 43rd verse and say what Jesus said? Lazarus what? Come forth, come forth. Every, every translation, come forth, come forth, come out. Did, can anybody find any translation anywhere where Jesus said, Lazarus, wake up. I'm going to leave that to the Nehemiah church to deal with. Lazarus, wake up. Not there. Lazarus, come forth. Period. Right there, right there at that point. Why? How could you tell somebody to come forth that's not awake? It would make sense to say, Lazarus, wake up. But he didn't need to tell him to wake up. Because he was already woke. Anybody here woke? Anybody woke yet? Anybody here woke? He's already, I didn't say awake. I, I know why he's already what? Woke. How do you get woke when the word of God steps on the scene? I don't care what's in front of you. You already woke. You just need somebody to tell you to come out. That was it. I hope you didn't miss it. When Jesus steps on the scene, what is perceived to be dead, the word of God will make it woke. So can you imagine Antoine being in there Woke because Jesus is on the scene. See that person next to you, be careful, they woke. Oh, they might be crazy, talking crazy, cussing, acting a fool in church, but they woke. And if they woke, that means they can still what? Hear. And if you can hear, faith coming by what? But Jesus says, I'm the resurrection and the life. And whenever I show up, you are automatically what? Whoa. So behind the scene, Lazarus is really what? <laughs> but he can't do nothing, Valeria, because he hadn't been given instructions on what to do. And the instructions are what? If Jesus and Lazarus flip over, they wouldn't have been able to see it. So now if these are going to believe Lazarus, now you got to do your part. So if Lazarus is in, uh, I'm talking loud. 
So if Lazarus is in there and he's already woke, Lazarus heard his sister call him stinky. Is it possible that God allows you to hear what folk really think about you? <laughs> and here's my next question. Who is the Lord going to use to roll your stone away? Because you are now, somebody say, I'm woke. How you know you woke? Because I can feel the pain. How you know you woke? Because I can smell what I didn't smell before. How you know you woke? Because I'm thinking like I didn't think. How you know you woke? Because I'm able to give an offering before. How you know you woke? Because I can forgive now. How you know you woke? Because I'm not the same. How you know you woke? I got to teach the lesson, but I that had to... According to Luke 11.43, somebody say, I'm woke. So if I'm woke, that means I, I really hear what's going on. And I feel what's going on. And uh, I, I kind of heard Jesus when he told him to roll the stone away. But I also may have heard who didn't want to help roll that stone away. Some folk don't want you to come back. Young man asked me the other day, Pastor Rush, why is it when they tell the story of Jesus, they said they buried him in a borrowed tomb? I said, because... When you borrow something, that means you ain't going to use it long. <laughs> Jesus said, look, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to be dead for just a minute. So don't y'all buy one. Don't buy one. Now put this thing back on the market. This is a seller's market. I just need to use it. Why? Because when, when, in a few days, God going to say, Jesus, he woke. And he's going to do just like Lazarus. He's going to wake up. Then he's going to come forth. Then he's going to stretch a little bit. <laughs> Look at somebody and tell them, I'm woke. Can I get back in here and, and talk about behind the scene here now? Hey Amen. I know you've been saved a long time, but sometimes God saves stuff just for nights, just like tonight. This was your bonus. This was your bonus. See, and, and so the, the Bible says that he spoke in a loud voice. You know, he spoke about four times, three times. Lazarus, come forward. You know how you are when you first get woke. I didn't say wake up. I know exactly what I said. Lazarus, come forth. He said with a loud voice, what? Lazarus, come forth. What did Jesus do? Put your hand like this. Say he turned it up. Because when you've been behind a stone for a minute, you kind of lose some of your senses. No, when you start, when you start, when you got to start living by faith, you, 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 you lose some stuff you used to have by your senses because now you're leaning and totally depending on him. 
I believe today that the things that you've given up for dead, like Lazarus, they're about to wake up. That's what we believe. And we need to get ready, and it's not too late, and it's not too far gone. You're you're more close than you realize, and that's why some things hurt a little bit more than they used to. And, And it was so beautiful because Jesus told them, you know, Lazarus was on my mind. I said before, it's, it's a horrible thing to not be thought of. Jesus just thought about him. And, and he, he, I got to go to him because, because they're depending on me. And then they threw, that, they threw that, that, that thing on him. I thought we were friends. I don't know how many of y'all have ever been around people. I've been around people who had gotten a little, you know, arguments about being a Christian and maybe even about being a member of this church. You know, some folk have asked, I remember this one young lady, you know, she was trying to date some guy, and he was going to try to talk to her. She was going to talk back. And, uh, and he just took it too far, though, because, you know, she had to stand on her Christianity. You know, I, mean, I don't know if she was looking like she was saved out there. You know how sometimes you, they go to talking because of what you wear. They're like, well, you couldn't be saved. Not with that right there. You know, he went on, got a little common with us, you know, Jennifer. And he's on, so what you doing? She's going to try to bring up the Jesus thing on him, you know, real quick. And he go, oh, I guess you saved. She asked him, you, you saved too? And it's not a joke. This is a real thing. And so he said, yeah. And then she said something like, uh, he said something like, uh, so where do you go to church? And she said, uh, uh, I go down to Ibach. You know, she didn't even put the whole name on. She said Ibach. And he going to bust up there like, oh, you go to Ricky Rusher? You know, like he know me. Yeah, folks, just you go to Ricky Rusher, you know, like he know me. And she said, yes, I sure does. You know, she went a different way with it. <laughs> in other words, she didn't get out in the party in the atmosphere and then go act like she don't know you now. She, don't, she didn't know the church. She didn't know. And so what you got to do is understand that when, when the Lord pushed you out there and the stove thrown away, don't act like you don't. You didn't catch the bus there. You ain't going to go back to a homeless shelter. You going to have your own money. You need to act like you woke. I'm going to say that one more time. (laughs) You need to act like you woke. That's such a bad grammatical thing to say. But if you ever get it, if Lazarus was asleep, he heard what they were saying. And so sometimes when you hear, here goes our point for tonight, another message note. If you hear what folk are saying, it can affect your healing. So there are, t- there are some reasons that people fail behind what's seen. Okay. Now, when we get woke and we come forth, now you got to deal with living this thing a second time in front of people who may have given you up for dead. And so the the way this thing works is this. Everywhere you go, they now know you as that man. That what? 
that man that would. Let me hear. Erica, what, they know you as that man that would. That was what? See, <laughs> you, she got 12 points on that. Now they know you as that man that was stinking. How do they know you were stinking? Because your sister said it. How would you like to walk around everywhere you go? Folk looking at you. Because <laughs> you woke, first of all. And when you woke, can you imagine walking in a place? And they just know you. <laughs> That's that man that was. Now, according to Jesus, he wasn't stinking. But according to the people who thought they knew him, he should have been. See, Lazarus is accused of stinking, and Jesus is accused him of being alive, but his next move is going to prove who was telling the truth. Because when Jesus said, come forth, when he came forth, then if, if we look real close at him, Jesus told his friends, um, y'all sure were going, I don't know if he was going, if he died or y'all were trying to kill him. Because they had him wrapped up so tight. First of all, if he's wrapped that tight, how is he going to come forth? So now you move forward, and now we got to deal with some of the reasons that people fail once they come behind the scene. And that's what we want to talk about. Let's talk about now, since, we, since we're talking about behind the scene, behind what scene, behind what people can't see, there are some reasons that people fail, okay? There are some reasons that we come forth, and now if we're getting ready to go into another reset, you all know it's all fitting together. You know we're not just up here just hollering and talking. It's all coming together because that's how God is. He's an organized God. And so now if we're going to learn how to live, reset. If we're going to have to learn how to live different than what we were, you got to get ready to understand the enemy is not going to just sit back and watch you enjoy this victory. No, he's got to show up whether you invited him to church or not. Everybody fails. What? Yeah. Yeah. I know somebody, you might want to rebuke me, but I'm woke. I'm going to hear you if you do. When failure hits, let me tell you what it does. It hurts. Whether you're short or tall whether you're weight challenged or, or you're on the cover of some fancy fashion magazine, you can be Mr. or Miss It working on your stuff, exercising every day, trying to get yourself tight because you love all these compliments and you love all that attention on you. It doesn't matter. At some point, you fail. And we all go through failures. And when failure comes your way, the question is, will you overcome it? Will you learn enough from your failure to become what God called you to be? Because after you've been pronounced dead and stinking, when you get woke, you still have to do what God called you to be. You just never knew that death was a pause that would put a period in your life. 
And now here you are again, up Leland, not stinking, but you still have to fulfill what God has called you to do. That just doesn't seem right. That doesn't seem right, but that's, that's, where, that's where you are. <laughs> that's where you are. I got some good news for all of you who are listening. If failure is dominating your life, you don't have to stay a victim. I need you to help me teach this next 15 minutes. You can change the direction and do some things that will turn it around. Before Lazarus died in their eyes, he got sick first. He got sick first. Uh, some people may feel that they're way too far gone and some of these things may not help you. Sometimes people will fail and, and there's no particular order that I'm going to have these. But I just want to get us started here now. Uh, number one, and not the number one, but one of the reasons that people fail is because they hold on to the past. When you've been called stinky, you don't even hear compliments that you smell good. You just stink for so long that you don't even see yourself refreshed. Um, God said in his word, I, I know how you've been posted. So, some folk can say so much about you that your friends will start to believe it. And they'll start treating you like it. I mean, by, because by the way, everybody can't be wrong. And, and so now you're woke. And, and when you are woke and come forth, now that's, that's a combination. First, you got to wake up. Because you were what? Sleep. Then you got to get up, which means get out, which means move forth. Because that's beyond what's seen. See, your stepping out is about to shock somebody. I, I can't believe the number of people when I say church is open. What? Y'all open? Yeah. Ain't your club open? Wasn't your party open last weekend? Yeah, we, we wide open, we, yeah. Are folk coming back? Yeah. What are y'all doing to protect them? Shouting on them? I don't know. <laughs> Giving them some room to lay on the floor? I saw a graduation happen at a church yesterday. It was at a church service. Y'all, it'd be hard to believe it. It was on Sunday morning they were having church service, and this, this boy graduated from, from high school at this church. Now, I'm going to tell you, I'm serious. I know it's hard to believe. He, he, he graduated from the church, and so the preacher was trying to stall because the boy was going to walk down the aisle as a graduate from their church. And uh, when he was coming down the aisle, what the preacher was having to do, I'm serious, because church was open, open now and COVID, you know, forget COVID and his mama. And so, so the whole generation. So COVID there and folk finally able to, because, you know, when COVID was around, folk wouldn't even put their arms on seats. First, they wouldn't even come in church. So COVID is gone. And so because God said, come forth, some folk heard God and they just put out an awfully wonderful praise. And so they got slain in the spirit. And folk at this particular church were laying in the flow. I'm talking about where you're supposed to catch COVID. 
No, y'all won't believe this. A few months ago, folk wouldn't even touch a carpet because COVID was on feet. But God vaccinated the people. It's like crossing the Red Sea. Now, you can stay back over here if you want to and tell all your friends, well, I don't know how deep the water is. God said, I don't care how deep it is. It's no deeper than my love for you. So if I've opened the door, walk through it. And if not, quit seeking my face. It doesn't make sense. It makes sense. So anyway, this, this, these people were laying in the aisle. And so this boy coming down the aisle had to make a decision. Was he going to walk straight down and get his diploma? Or was he going to have to jump over these people laying in the aisle? You know, how you, who got a church like that? Well, you're trying to have a decent graduation, but the COVID-free folk done went back to falling all out in the aisle. And the boy can't even have a decent catch. <laughs> because when you get up and you come forth, then you have to keep going the way you were going before you got locked up. What, my question is, what were you doing before you got knocked down? Sometimes we might be expecting folks to focus. I'm going to praise. I'm going to holler. I'm going to shout. They weren't doing that before COVID hit. <laughs> so now, people behind the scene, they hold on to the past. But the Lord said in his word, what? Behold, you, look, you didn't bring you out of this. I did. Watch this now. Since I called you forth, it's my responsibility to do. That's that verb. And what am I going to do? Not something normal. I'm going to give a graduation skip over. Don't nobody jump over bodies at no graduation. Now, I know you'd have to. I'll tell you about that church later on. I'm going to do what? A new thing. And it show what? It's going to spring forth. Now, do, do you not know it? Maybe you don't know it because you, 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 you missed the wake-up call. will who will the same God who told you to get up and come on out of there you've played your role now come on out you've done your part now come on out I told your friends to move the stone come on out and I will do what I'm gonna make a road because God I don't know where to go don't you worry about where to go if I called you out I'm gonna put you, I'm your GPS I'm gonna I'm gonna but Lord, it's all dead around me. But I'm going to make a road in the wilderness and I'm going to put rivers in the desert. <laughs> For who? For you. Let me speak something to your heart. You got a road and a river that you didn't even expect. There is a path and some refreshing water just because when you got woke, you got moving. It, it, it's, it's, it's where we are, y'all. It's where every church of God is. But some people might say, I don't, I don't, I don't really feel that right now. You know why? Because we're holding on to where we were before. This 
time last year or six, seven, eight months ago, we wouldn't think about not just going to church, but sitting next to people in church. Some of y'all been vaccinated two times with Pfizer. Still sitting up in a big old church with your mask. You just don't want to take any chances. God said, listen, if I'm going to do a new thing, you're going to have to, and I, don't, I promise I'm not misleading anybody. It's not one of those leadership conquering things. It's not a mind issue or controlling thing. But at some point, folks say, pastor, where's your mask? I said, God told me to roll the stone away. Now, I didn't say that for anybody else. I'm just specifically talking about me. Now, where there are rules that say put them on, I'm, I'm obedient, I'll put it on. But if I rolled it away, he said, now, go to church. I don't think people had to go to church. They didn't have to go to the grave. That was somebody else's suggestion. That's why Jesus said, look, first of all, I'm not going to get in a big hurry. Because what you call death, I call sleep. What we called over, God called pause. We watched it. Look, look, at, look at the word again. He says, I'm going to do a new thing. We read this scripture probably seven, eight years ago, and it meant something totally different. And as you grow, the word of God will fit your life where you are. And Paul chose us how to handle these things. He, he said, I'm able to put one thing behind me. I forget those things that are behind me and I reach forward to those things that are in front of me. God wants to do a new thing and you can't afford to get stuck in the rut of the past. You will literally be left behind. Now, I don't know how much time Lazarus had to get out, but he didn't have any more time to lay down. Write that down for your own life. I don't know how much time you have to get out, but you can't spend any more time laying down. You got you to gotta, you get on up. You got to get on up, and you got to move forward. You got to move forward. Um, you try to pick up your old attitude be, and be mad and talk crazy and talk like what you call them because that's how they get things done. But that's not who you are. That may have been what you used to be. Put it behind you. Include all your failures. Whatever shortcomings you have, what do you do with your shortcomings? Put them behind you. What about your failures? Put them behind you. It's time to move forward. You got to let go of your failures before God can give you a new beginning. He says, I'm not going to give you a beginning if you keep thinking about your failures. When God sent an angel to give Lot and his wife, his family, a, a new beginning. He said, look, I'm going I'm to get you guys started over. So, like this guy in the Bible, uh, in Genesis 19 chapter, if you ever want to read it, uh, his name was Lot. And so God said, I'm going to move you guys forward. And so before they were able to move forward, as they were moving forward, his wife looked back. Okay? And, and, and as she was moving forward, she looked back. You know how some folk try to, <laughs> you know. God, God don't want you to make fun of what he blessed you with. Just move forward. Don't, don't look at it because sometimes we're tempted to look at people that we did better than. How you like me now? And the Bible says she just turned to a pillow of salt. Now, I don't know what a pillow of salt is, but I know what a, I know what a package of salt is. <laughs> Old girl froze because God told her to move forward, but she had to get that one more. Huh? How you? 
Uh-oh. Old girl got froze up, snapping that finger. I'm sure she had them long lashes on, them high heels on. They had moved up. She had a little clicker for a car. You know, she was, it was all right. And she froze up because she looked back. Now, I'm going to say, it, it, it probably feels good to look, at, look back at people that God blessed you to overcome. But that cost her everything because she was a sad monument to, 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 to living in the, the dead past. God had prepared a future for her, but she was stuck in the past. We, we got some clothes that we wear. I'm not, I ain't seen no rule. That, that, they, they're called stuck in the past clothes. No, no, we got some events that we attend. They call what? Stuck in the past event. Don't click the phone off. Don't, don't do that. Don't, this, it's not one of these condemning messages. But, you know, God, God starts to bless us. And first thing we want to do is go, let me go and see what they, oh. Now I'm trying to figure out why can't I move forward because you, you went back. And, and, and if you're not careful, you'll start regretting where you are because where we are doesn't seem like much fun. It's certainly not as much fun as what if you want to overcome failure in your life, you may have to leave some things behind you and some memories behind you. There's been years, it's been years, it's been years that God delivered you through that. And if you want to soar with the eagles, you got to kind of leave some of the chickens behind, you know. We all got chicken stuff. So what do we do? You learn from your past. Okay. You release it and let God take you to a new place. You learn from it, and you release it. It's failure. It's the past. But this is what caused some people to mess up behind what's seen. I, I still wish I was a teenager. Uh-uh. I was, I was talking to Brother Carter just a minute ago before we started church. He was upstairs eating my fish. I didn't have to bring that up, but I just thought I would. <laughs> It's talking about when I was younger. And I'm, I'm like, Brother Carter, I'm still younger than some people I know. But no, you don't deny who you are because others that are where they are would want to make you go back into your past. And so you look at the crazy stuff you thought because that was a, crazy part of your life. You look at some awkward things that you had because that was an awkward part of your life. And so when we come back in here next week at Monday school, if we're going to think about getting behind the scene, because the thing God had to show us tonight was, first of all, when I step on the scene, you woke, you're up. I bring new life. Remember? He told them, don't worry about it, y'all. I'm the resurrection and the life. If you believe when I step on it, somebody say, the church will live. See, the death of the church is not on God's mind. But he's just waiting on the church to step forth. And so somebody says, ooh, 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 we have good church. We always have good church because we always praise and go forth. But next week, we got to start with this second reason that, uh, that, that, that people fail. And, and, and it's because uh, 
because of fear. Do you know how scary it is to succeed? You've never been hunted like you're going to be hunted once you have something valuable attached to your future. You'll never be hunted like you're going to be hunted until you have something valuable attached to your future. Now let me show you something, and I don't know if, I hope my team is ready. I want y'all to give me a total blackout right now. Those of you looking at online, you know, you know, we may have some little lights we can't cut out, but it's a total blackout in this building. Okay, and this is your future, and this is you. And see, everywhere you go, there's a light. You, you can't even act like you're not successful. You, you might as well go on. You know, <laughs> oh, Lord, I don't want people to know I'm saved. I'm going to hide behind here. And there's your light. All right, and so it's just, it's, just, it's just where you are. And some people fear this because once you start walking in faith, um, everywhere he is, you, you just, there's a light on you. And so he knows there are going to be traps laid for you. He knows you're going to slip. He knows you're going to fall. He knows you're going to fail. And some people fear, fear failure. They just walk in fear all the time because they just don't understand how strong faith is. Okay, lights back on. And you will learn eventually that you're not the only light. See, when all the other lights are on, this is still shining. But you're not the only light in the room. And that really bothers some people. That they're not the only light in the room. And when God brings us into Christianity, you're around a whole bunch of other lights. And all of y'all shine, and you shine at different wattages, right? Now, what would you look like with the light on your car inside of your flashlight? That's just way too much light to sit in a closet, right? But what would you feel like with the light on your keychain in the front of your car? You're trying to go down the road. <laughs> it's still a light, but look, listen to me. But everybody in this room has a light. Everybody, all of you listening, you have a light. It's right there, right in your face. And you may, you're trying to work too hard at trying to outshine somebody. Dude, just let your little light shine. Okay. Right. So... Lazarus is laying in his tomb, but behind the scene, can you imagine God gave him a little light in there? Ooh, ooh, don't worry about it. It's going to be all right. And I need you to tell me that, and I need you sometimes to hear that from me because sometimes we don't look like it's going to be all right, but it's going to be all right. Sometimes things happen and people go, Pastor Rush, what was on your mind? I'm going, you know, I don't think I was ever in my mind. I was so, I get so into the faith, I'm thinking, God, whatever's next, just give me the strength to deal with it. And just like you, how many of y'all ever cry? Let's get ready to go home. See, you know, you ever cried and then after you cry, like hours later, you just sitting up looking at TV and talking, and then you do that. <laughs> what is that? 
You remember when you got a whooping as a kid and you tried to lie to all your friends that you didn't get a whooping and you were just sitting up outside and you went, yes, you did get a whooping. Ah! You know, it's that, that kickback thing. And you, so today we all cry and in our own time, we, we just have to suck it up. I love you guys so much. I love being in the word of God so much. And I thank you for just allowing us to bless you every week. And, and uh, to the Nehemiah Fellowship, y'all just keep dreaming. Uh, to the Inspiring Body of Christ Church foundational ministry of the world, keep dreaming. You're not too old to dream. There's some of your dream that it takes some mature folk to handle. And you're not too young to dream. There's somebody older that's going to walk you through it. So let's get ready to do our offering, our giving. Now, this is the end of the month. And so to all of you that are listening, probably in the next couple of days, at the end of the month, we're going to do a sacrificial offering. We always do it at the end of a month. Now we do a celebration that at the end of this reset period, we say, "Woo, God, you brought us through that. I don't have to ask what's next. I just know who's going to be with us through it. Uh, invite anybody you know of to come and have celebration of the new beginning with Ibach on Sunday. And let's get reset, okay, everybody? This has been great. This has been great. So if you go to GiveLify, please, please, please go to GiveLify. Put it on your phone right now. If you've never done it before, just go to your app store right now. Just put GiveLify, push uh, get, let it load up. Um, and when it loads up, you can put your place of worship that you're going to give your finances to, to IBOC or Inspiring Body of Christ Church if you're brand new with this. And you give your first offering today. Give your credit card information because just like anything now, you know, it doesn't take cash. And it is a very 100% safe, proven giving tool that's not hacked and all of that stuff. Okay? And if you put yourself in position for God to bless you, he says, I'll do it. But, you, but load it up, guys. Load it up. Tonight is birthday night here at IBOC. I just saw the birthday cake walk through the door. The birthday lady, boy, I tell you what. Sister Woodbury walked through here like a cupcake every time. we I forget it until I see her coming through. So this is birthday night. And those of you who had birthdays in June, we're going to ask you after we give this offering. And on your way up here, we're going to ask you to come and, and just acknowledge or just stand where you are. And we want birthday, well, birthday, June birthday people, come on down here. Um, and, and we're going to just do that. Come on, June birthday people. We're going to roll the stone away and you come forth. Oh, yeah. Come on down here and we're going to stand right here. Sister Campbell, you got your clicker. Okay, come on. We're going to come down and get on these little steps that spread out here. Come on down here. Hey, man, I don't care what color your hair is. And I tore up your pants. Uh, you come on down. June is a wow, June was a good month for a lot of people. June people, come on down. Some of y'all get on the steps up here. They Trina, you have a birthday every month. Come on, well, I'll let you up here again this way. Come on up here. Y'all get on a one big picture right here. And we're gonna see, we want you online to keep watching us do this because this is what we do. Amen. We we want y'all to know that we 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 delight in having a chance to bless you. Reverend has Come down, and he's going, 
be with us. We celebrated his birthday on yesterday. Now, in the back, we want all y'all to stay with us and go get a go get some cupcakes and turkey and dressing and pie, wherever you can imagine it to be. Let's move y'all over this way a little bit. We're going to make the picture a little bit. So step back here, Pinky. Come on back all the way up here. Hey, Amen. <laughs> Yes, Lord. Now you come. Brother Beaumont, move on over to your left a little bit. Get in the middle right there. Sister Felicia, you move on over, dude. You know, I'm, I'm being Mr. Olin Mills right up here. Y'all don't know about Olin Mills. All right, I feel these curls back here working it all out. That's so good. Y'all got it? Okay, that's a June birthday. Okay, right right there, that young man. Y'all give a good. Oh, that's some handsome looking people. It's not my birthday. So I'm just going, huh? Like right there? All right, good. So what y'all do is y'all go down and get the f first cupcakes. Everybody's already goofy, child. This is <laughs> Amen. So we appreciate y'all. We're going to dismiss church, and we want you to guys be the first ones to go out. Get as many cupcakes as you can handle, all right, because we never know, anticipate how many people are going to be here. Let me bless this uh, closure service. Thank you for our offerings. Let's bless our offerings. Father, in Jesus' name, thank you for every gift that we have, you've allowed us to receive. And, and we thank you for another year in the lives of those who have dared to come forth. Lord, this has been such a, a wonderful journey. And gosh, the bumps in the road almost threw us out the car. But God, we, we were able to continue to bounce back and strengthen us to be ready for who, who and what's next. And we promise God, as you allow us to come, we will not let this fire go out. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you all for your offerings. And the back door, you can put your offering in if you're leaving. And thank you for everybody online. See y'all Sunday morning. Communion is at 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock. Don't miss this Sunday. Come get your shots on the 3rd and the 4th also, this Saturday and Sunday. Ray, God bless you. you for taking the time to receive God's word with us. You know that Pastor Rush always says, we don't want something from you. We want something for you. And as we reset, we pray that something was said or something was done in this service that encouraged you and inspired you to get closer to God. Now, if you're ever in the Dallas area, there is nothing like being in a live iBox service. We encourage you to join us for one of our Sunday morning worship services. The first service begins at 8 a.m. and our second service begins at 10 a.m. and we have a dream church service that begins at 6 p.m. So make plans to be at IBOC. And for those of you who want even more practical teaching from the Word of God, Monday School is a service that's all about being simple in the Word of God. It is a time where Pastor Rush breaks down the Word so that even a child can understand it. That's Monday School every Monday night at 7 p.m. 
Now, just in case you cannot make it to the church, you can view all of our services live on Facebook, YouTube, or our church website. You can log on and get your praise on at ibachchurch.org. Our Ibach Church website is the best source to get information and inspiration. You can find photos, videos, and lots of information about our church, our pastor, the University of Dreams, our world-famous aquariums, and so much more. We also have another way that you can stay connected with IBOC. All you have to do is text the words Pastor Rush to the number 31996. You can find our social media pages, recent sermons, the Reset Podcast, and so much more. Finally, family, we want to thank you so much for supporting this ministry with your prayers and with your financial gifts. When you give to IBOC, know that you are giving to good ground and know that your return is coming. If you're not able to give in the church, online giving is so easy. Just go to our website and click the words give now and donate your best gift. Now, don't forget to name your seed and believe God for your harvest. All right, family, that's all that we have for today. On behalf of Pastor Ricky Rush and the Inspiring Body of Christ Church, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for learning with us. Thank you for growing with us. And remember, only what you do for Christ will last. So let God use you today to inspire someone else. Enjoy God's blessings, family, and all the glory goes to God. All right, once again, I want to thank you for tuning in to the Reset Podcast with Pastor Ricky Rush. If you would like to make a contribution or a donation to the Inspiring Body of Christ Church Ministry, do so by going to www.ibocchurch.org and give. Thank you so very much. Also, you can find IBOC on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and our website, ibocchurch.org. O-R-G. Well, that's all we have for today. Tune in next time and experience the joy right here on Reset with Pastor Ricky Rush.